everybody. Welcome to the Independent Mouth. I am your host, Anthony. Uh, uh, we have got another jam-packed show. Sorry for everybody who has been a little bit annoyed, maybe, that I've only done uh, a couple shows this week. It's only going to be two for this week, but um, that's what I was able to do with interviews and tons of other things that we have going on. I'm going to break down all of those updates for you uh, and let you know everything that's going on with uh, not only me, but the independent mouth and some growth and tons of news that is going to be coming out. So now here it is. Awesome updates. Uh, we are going to be having a new platform. The independent mouth is always going to be the independent mouth, but we are going to join uh, a very large network with uh, the reach of over 100,000 people uh, per month. Uh, I am being asked to help them with the marketing efforts and uh, to help with the expansion, but I want to explain the options and opportunities that are going to come with this. Number one, um, this show is going to get a new look. We're going to actually look like a television show. We're going to get a specific time slot syndicated uh, with different repeat options, essentially like your television programming. Um, there is going to be tons and tons. There's going to be advertising available uh, on a network level. There's going to be advertising available on a show level. There is going to be growth options. There are going to be play, you know, times available uh, for people with shows, established podcasters, new podcasters. Uh, there's no savings, right? Like of, oh, okay, you've been around for a while. It's the same thing for everybody, and it is a level playing field uh, for people who want to get out there. Really what it comes down to is what kind of content are you putting out there? So this is an idea of an entire network. The next thing that we're going to have kind of rolling out, which we're in discussions for, is a full-out streaming service, being able to house our own content, being able to be a competitor with YouTube, Rumble, and Zoom. So those are some things that I just wanted to drop little nuggets and I will update as it goes. Uh, but we don't want videos being canceled, right? Uh, we want to comply with the laws of nobody being hurt uh, and not saying things that are directly trying to hurt people because that's essentially uh, the biggest crux, right? You can't say things. But if you say, for example, the way that we're looking at this, uh, I like oranges and somebody says, well, I like apples. You're wrong for liking oranges. You shouldn't be canceled because of that and be labeled as misleading when you're just giving your own freedom of speech, your own right to say, hey, I don't like something. I disagree with it. So uh, that's just there for you now. So according to some show notes that we do have, kind of give you some ideas. That is the full updates. Super excited. We'll be doing voiceovers. We'll be doing everything that's going in there. Um, this is just an amazing opportunity. So I just kind of wanted to give everybody the updates on that. So let's go into some of the show notes. Coca-Cola losing millions in market share because of Ronaldo. It, it didn't start with Ronaldo, but now because of Ronaldo. Nike losing tons of money uh, due to woke, woke culture ads. Uh, Georgia composer, uh, composer, primarily Democrat, was canceled. Catherine Herridge back at it again uh, with some John Bolton news. Crypto short insiders, G7 notes, and Tucker goes off on the January 6th false flags. We're going to get into this uh, starting now. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody for all their love and support, everything that they've done. 
I mean, the fans, followers, friends, um, family. I mean, it's it's unreal. I don't know how to thank you folks enough for all the love and support that you have. We do have a Patreon page. We do have a, a Patreon page. I do want to make the shout out. If you've seen an invitation for a, a page called Vectromir, please like it, share it, push it out there. That is a game that I and a small team, the Vectromir Initiative, have worked on. Uh, we have released two games in the last year, and uh, they are fun games, and it seems that people are really, really digging and enjoying those games. Um, Vectromir.0, which is located in the Steam store, uh, is actually at around 100,000 downloads. So not bad for a small company. Uh, and then we have another update that's coming out on June 19th. Uh, that's in a couple days. And that update is going to release two new levels uh, for people playing Vectromir. So you can go play the free game at Vectromir.com. And then you can actually purchase the early release or early access, I should say, early access, not early release, um, for uh, Vectromir. And there will be one more update that comes after this one, which we're looking at about August for that final update. Uh, and that's going to complete the entirety of that second game. So please like, share, subscribe. Uh, you want to enjoy some game community and Discord, feel free. Go right ahead. Get in there. Check it out. Uh, it is absolutely amazing. A truly fun, fun, fun game. And uh, I think you, you folks will really enjoy it as well. So, all right, let's get into the news. Let's have some fun for everybody here. By the way, thank you for all the comments for everybody who has said stuff. Uh, just, I just wake up and do this, okay? Um, I don't put effort into myself, just so people know. So thank you for all the, the awesome and amazing comments uh, and support that you guys and the nice things that you say about me. Love you. Feelings mutual. And just sending that back to you. All right. Big short investor, Michael Burry. He's back on Twitter, right? Took a little hiatus, took a little break, didn't want the feedback, didn't want the, the backlash that he was getting for things that he was saying inside the crypto community. And this is what he says. Uh, the biggest market bubble in history. That's what he calls it. Now, I want to read uh, the actual tweet, okay? Um, let me find this tweet for you. Uh, because actually I'm not, I'm not, actually, I'm not even going to do that right now. I'll wait on that. I'll find it as we go. Cause we have too much stuff to go through, but you can find, uh, Michael Burry, find him on Twitter. Sorry. I was going to read it out. It's pointless. Uh, I know you maybe don't want to give the time to Twitter or, or anything along that. And that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, but I just wanted to let you know, uh, Michael Burry is back on there. Uh, and what he was saying. So check that out. The big short. Twitter becomes the first American social media platform to lose its safe harbor protection in India. We talked about this the other day. What does that mean? This could very well mean that this is what <clears throat> the world looks like minus Section 230. Okay? Uh, that is, without a doubt, a, a way that this could look, right? So they're they're losing their safe harbor protection because of their failure to comply with the IT laws of the land, the Internet of Things, right? Um, why is this big? It's huge because if this is what Section 230 looks like, then social media companies are not controlling the narrative. They're not controlling 
what you're able to do. They're not able to control your speech. They're not able to tell you, hey, you know, we're the judgment inside of this. You're not allowed to speak uh, on vaccine information. If you had a different experience, it has to be one way. So that whole cookie cut way that social media um, actually currently goes through will be gone. And that's a big thing for Section 230 that that protects the people in essence, right? Right now it's being protected. As we've always said, publisher, right? If you're a publisher or a platform, if you're a publisher, you're controlling the content, curtailing the content before it comes out to the public. If you're a platform, then you're just simply allowing people to stick things on that platform and you're not touching it. You're not curtailing what that message is. You're not doing any of that stuff. Well, that's obviously very different platform versus publisher. We've had this discussion on previous podcasts so many times before, but it's something in a topic of discussion that needs to be discussed more and more and more as we go. That's a big deal. It's really a big deal. Them losing stuff in India. Sorry about my lighting guys. I'm going to actually order some soft boxes. Uh, I'm going to take care of a couple things and, and get better lighting for what we have here for things that I have to do. G seven summit notes. Biden repeating the same message that was put out to him by the media about January 6th and how rioters kill the police officer. Well, we know through forensics, we know through investigations, we know through all of it, that's just not true. He died of a stroke. So for everybody to be looking at this now and saying, Oh, man, I can't believe that that happened again. I can't believe that that happened. It's the worst. It should have never happened. We're right. It should have never happened. And when we get into a little bit more information, you're going to start to see what actually took place. This could very well have been staged in part by the FBI. It could. We'll get into that stuff in a little bit. Biden snaps at the reporter at the G7 summit. What the hell? What do you do all day? If you don't understand that, you're in the wrong business. He then apologized, to be fair. He went out, and out, probably after his nap, he got himself a little snack, took a little nap, refreshed himself, and then got out there and did what you know he needed to do. That's all fine and good. He's an embarrassment. He's been an embarrassment. I don't support... What he's doing, he's a laughing stock and he's a joke. That's just what I get, you know, from all of this is that he's a laughing stock and he's a joke. It's nothing new. It's absolutely nothing new. Like, you know, it's that damn pathetic of what he's doing out there. It's sad. He looks as a joke. And this came actually from CNN, which Brian Stelter. His ratings has now dropped 76% in 2021. Anyone else that had that big of a drop in your business would no longer exist at all. Would not exist. Would not exist. How does he still have a job? I'm not asking for him to lose his job. How would you have a job? But those are numbers. <clears throat> 74 to 76% of his audience has retreated in 2021. IRS denies tax exemption 
to Texas religious group because prayer Bible reading boost the Republic Party. An IRS official denied tax exempt status to Texas group that encourages church members to pray for the state. Check this out, everyone. The IRS wants to remove religious tax exemptions because prayer boosts the conservative movement. I don't believe that that's going to go through, like not even close. And you're hearing that cake designer uh, that that didn't want to make the cake for gay people. He's back in the news again. Somebody's asking him to do something else again. He won't do it. Also, uh, Supreme Court just, is it was Supreme Court actually ruled 9-0 um, that they, they don't have to, um, when it comes time to adoption, that they don't have to, this Christian-based, uh, this Christian-based adoption service um filed they were being sued because they refused to give adopted children to gay or lesbian couples right gay couples i don't care men women who gives a damn there's so many fucking descriptions now it's it's unreal okay it's like it's out of control they don't want to give it to same-sex couples or whatever it goes against their very ideals well the supreme court just actually uh, ruled nine to zero because of the religious freedoms act they don't have to. So if you are a gay couple uh, and you want to, to adopt a child, you're going to have to do it through a non-Christian place if that Christian place has every right to deny you uh, any services at all, uh, according to religious freedom. If it goes against it, they don't have to change their policies. It's a very big deal where, it, you know, in a time or a world where everything seems to change for other people not you know it's not that people have to say okay well that's the rules of that place so i have to follow those rules like people don't do that anymore they don't want to do that anymore you know they they it, it's as if whoever stomps the floor the loudest the squeaky wheel always gets the grease and it, that's a really difficult thing when you're starting to make legislation and you're starting to create rules and cultures around things and you're having that happen. Every time you turn around, you're on the chopping block, whereas if like if you spoke about something or did something, it's no longer going to stand. That's a very difficult, very difficult place for us to be. How do you get any legislation done? How do you get anything done? Every time that you agree on something, it just takes for somebody to be upset, pissed off, not get their way, scream super loud where it's going to affect profits for somebody and then they're forced to change it. That's not protesting. That is not the intentions of running a capitalistic or free will society. It's just not. It's not how it works. Everyone's entitled. If you want to run a business and you start that business and, you know, I'm not, look, this is a very big difference. You can't, I'm not for people saying, oh, he's black. He, he can't come in here. That's not okay. Um, I'm not saying that gay people can't go in there like they should. Gay people can go buy a cake, right? It, it, it doesn't matter. It's when they're asking for something custom specific that is different or separates itself from the core me me uh, <clears throat> measure or mission statement or ideals that the business runs on. They're trying to change that. 
in their complaints. Not, oh, he just doesn't want to make a cake for gay people. I mean, he has every right, technically. Um, and if it's against his religious freedoms and he feels that way, then he will suffer the damages of people not wanting to go to him. You don't have to cancel him. State your claim. He didn't want to sell it to us. We're gay. It was against his religion. People do with that information what they want. Stop trying to jam it down people's throats that this is in a way somebody does something. Attraction rather than promotion. Except when leaders in America want to do something, it's promotion, not attraction. They claim it's attraction. They're spending tons of money to get you to think a specific way. Bottom line. UFOs could threaten U.S. security, lawmakers said, as they emerged from a highly classified briefing with Navy and FBI officials inside a, se a sensitive, compartmented information facility, according to the New York Post. Like, no shit. If they have technology that surpasses ours, if they have knowledge, healing techniques, whatever the hell it may be, that is different than us, of course they pose a threat. You know what also poses a threat? Paid politicians. That poses a threat. You know what also poses a threat? Dishonest lobbyists. That poses a threat. You know what else poses a threat? Uneducated individuals promoting stories based off of what they're getting paid. Boom. That's the biggest one. Justin. Taiwan buys a rocket and missile systems for a total of $436 million from the United States. The Ministry of National Defense has announced. Now, does this do two things? One, does this have to do with the UFOs? Two, um, does this specifically have to do with China? We've heard so much chatter about Taiwan and China, some of the discrepancies, some of the beefs. I mean, you know, they're at the G7 summit. And Taiwan makes rips off this almost $500 million purchase into um, rockets and ammunition, right? So uh, cause for concern, no. Curiosity, raising. And uh, I think the more and more we look at this, you're going to see Taiwan start to build that individuality uh, of itself and separate even more and more for China. And, and no matter what, they're going to need the munitions. Uh, to to support that if they do, and if for whatever reason there's an issue to follow. Governor DeSantis uh, to send Florida law enforcement down to the border. That's a big deal. Um, he's going to assist people with the sword, southern border wall. We've already uh, heard Abbott invite Trump. Trump is going to go down there and make that appearance. I'm telling you, man, the slew of things you're going to hear over the next X number of months is going to get a little crazy, but you're going to hear a lot of misinformation. We'll be here to parse through all of that information, but let me hit some of this. When we think the censorship and we talk about censorship, we talk about so many things that you could censor. You could censor from your voice. You could censor that somebody sees a picture that you did. They can go dig up all your tweets, your Facebook posts, whatever the case is. Uh, and use something against you and always fit the narrative to benefit the narrative that they want to shine, the clickbait title. Libertarian magazine Reason, YouTube dropped the hammer on them 
uh, and they removed a video. And so the Libertarian magazine came back with a comment saying, wonders why the YouTube hammer hit them and claims the decision to remove the video illustrates a disturbing censorish trend. <clears throat> Haven't we been saying this <clears throat> forever? Haven't we been saying that? Yeah. Yeah, we've been saying that that's really cancerous to do that with the cancel culture. It's cancerous to do that as a society. It's cancerous for us to actually believe that the world is perfect. We come out of the womb perfect. We are born into a perfect world where nobody makes, any, nobody makes a, um, a mistake. Nobody makes any problem, right? Hmm. Interesting. Breaking news. I'm just getting a message right now. Scientists did not come forward sooner to back the Wuhan lab theory because at the time it was scarier to be associated with Trump and to become a tool for racists so people didn't want to pursue that truth. That is the biggest. That is the biggest, absolutely biggest crock of shit I have ever heard in my life and if you believe that, <clears throat> mm -mm -mm. please go, go have a pool party at a bridge. Like seriously, right? Like that, like you, it is unreal to think that people were so afraid to tell the truth on the origins of a quote unquote deadly virus because of Trump. Like, if, if you believe that, remember, I can make you a millionaire by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, and I have the most deluxe bridge to sell you for a dollar a day. Really? We're there? That's where we are? Remember, we were talking about January 6th, right? Let's bring this back a little bit. Parler warned the FBI more than 50 times before the Capitol riot. And that's coming from Rep. Carolyn Maloney. FBI Director Ray claimed ignorance, saying, my understanding is that they sent emails to a particular field office that some of those contained possible threat information and some of them were referred to as domestic terrorism squads. Right. So we're finding out that there was a lot of bullshit being said about Parler. Their takedown was strictly political and a direct influence into election meddling. Well, you know, just let that sit for a second. And then we find out Proud Boys leader was a prolific FBI informant. Enrique Tario was a key component in local police investigations involving drugs. He's a terrorist. Remember? Proud Boys. Racist. Terrorist. Hmm. Now you're finding out he was an informant. How many of the Antifa people were informants? None. None. Hmm. Let's read about the FBI insurrection. 
I'm going to read this straight from uh, Revolver News. Darren Beatty. You might have heard Tucker Carlson blast this out about this stuff, and he read from the Revolver. Now, let me read for you this, and I'll just read it straight down the pike. Exposed at the events that uh, transpired at the Capitol building on, on January 6th, which may have been renamed as the FBI's insurrection in this highly important piece that weaves the similarities between Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot and the siege at the Capitol. We told you this was not real. We told you this months ago. Go back and listen to the shows. Uh, of the 14 individuals who allegedly plotted the kidnapping of Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, at least five were undercover agents and federal informants. So there was only 11. FBI operatives played the most important leadership roles in the Michigan plots. The explosive experts who were the plotters were accused of planning to buy the bombs turned, uh, turned out to be the FBI agent. The head of uh, transportation for the militia outfit turned out to be an undercover FBI agent. The head of the security of the militia outfit turned out to be an undercover FBI agent. In one of the plot's climactic scenes, the main van driving up to look at Governor Whitmer's vacation home, three of the five people in the van, 60% of the plot's senior leaders were federal agents and informants. How was she ever going to be kidnapped? Take a little sip of coffee to that. How was she ever going to be kidnapped? It was a lie. It was fake. It was set up. More. In other words, FBI DOJ were central in setting in motion the conspiracy blamed entirely on patriot mil militia groups. Now, in the case of 1-6 at the Capitol building, there's unusual volume and unindicted co-conspirators who played significant leadership roles at the Capitol building, often far more egregious and aggressive than those of the persons actually indicted. So the people who were playing the part, who were FBI or DOJ, breaking glass, banging on windows, pushing people in. Got it. Okay. How many of these unindicted co-conspirators were federal undercover, undercover agents and federal informants? And what roles did they play? Merely passive informants or active investigators? Now, you can go check this out at www.revolvo.news. Um, and you, will, you can read the entire article. That's a snippet from the article that I wanted to get out and, and explain to people what has been taking place. Now, so you go from that to... Matt Gates and the reporters threatening people to get them to lie about him. Now, remember what we just heard about Wuhan virus. Remember now what we're, we heard about Tariq, right? Tario from, from uh, Proud Boys. Now, remember what we heard about Gretchen Whitmer. Now, remember what we heard about January 6th. This is what they did with Gates, because remember, he was supposedly involved in something, but they arrested the guy who actually was doing the stuff, and they uncovered the blackmail plan. Hold on. The reporters are literally threatening people to say stuff that isn't true so that people don't get brought into a web of controversy. So they're saying stuff to guard the people who are going to get in trouble are the people that they don't want this information to come out or disclose about. 
That's pretty interesting. Hmm. More news about Gates, Maxwell, and Smartmatic. <laughs> All right, let's bring this in. Ready? Bill Gates meeting with Smartmatic CEO. <clears throat> Here's a screenshot there from a Facebook feed. And I'm going to read to you exactly what that says. Okay. Now this comes uh, actually from Code Monkey, and I want you to read. Uh, we'll listen to what I read here. Where's the picture? Here it is. Our CEO introduces Bill Gates to Smartmatic's efforts to improve elections around the world at the Global Citizens Meeting in London's Facebook headquarters. Remember how we said that SQL, Microsoft SQL, was found inside the systems? So they met. That's okay. No problem. Now, what else comes from that? Then we find out that Smartmatic also drops itself into Fulton County with Stacey Abrams. Oh. Why did Katie Hobbs say that Stacey Abrams will be responsible for Biden's win in Georgia? Who is Herschel Fink? The same guy. That's the guy who was with Bill Gates in dealing in, in their integration of SQL into Smartmatic. Herschel Fink, the director of the Arizona Democratic Party, says Stacey Abrams helped the Dems win in Arizona, Katie Hobbs was all over responding to all of those comments. Hmm. Why is all this even coming out more? And I'm going to explain to you with the Bill Gates thing. How am I going to tie this together? Channel 4 News said its investigation released on Tuesday found more than half a dozen claims that young women and girls are alleged to have been targeted, trafficked, groomed, or abused in the U.K., by Epstein or Maxwell over a period spanning more than a decade. When was Bill Clinton's name found on the flight logs? When was Bill Gates's name found on the flight logs? Bill is accused of having infidelities and they're trying to keep it as quiet as they possibly can with the divorce from Melinda. So when did she find out? I'm not trying to get in everybody's business, personal business, but I mean, we got to kind of look at this overall, right? There's a target on the back of a lot of people. Right. This news that we're given, just these little snippets, I want you to go look. I want you to go find them. I want you to go seek it out. I want you to understand what is taking place. Go and do the research and understand it. Feel comfortable about everything that you're reading and you're seeing and just get educated because we're finding out that three or six or eight months later, they drop the facts that you knew weren't right prior. Okay. Trump is holding rallies again. The first one will be Saturday, June 26th in Cleveland. He will be throwing his support behind former White House aide Max Miller, seeking primary rhino Congressman Anthony Gonzalez. Gonzalez is one of the 10 GOP House members who voted to impeach in January. Gee, I wonder why. What was he protecting? We spoke about this. Trump will join Texas Governor Abbott as an official visit to the southern border on June 30th. 
he hopes that the visit will shine a light um, on these crimes that are being done to their nation through the trafficking and what's being allowed. If you honestly think what is being done at the border right now is a good way to run your country, then sorry, but you're a moron. The truth continues to come out about January 6th. Senator Ron Johnson and his staff have re <clears throat> excuse me, revealed surveillance footage and found that 38% of the approximate 800 people who entered the Capitol walked peacefully through an open doorway in front of five officers. <clears throat> now the push is to interview those officers. Paul Gosser, told you many times, follow this man on Twitter. Grilled FBI director about January 6th, entered the Revolver News article that I read to you previously. The article lays out the case that the federal officials infiltrated and, in, and incited these January 6th protests. We spoke about that months ago. It's now coming out. Talk with you about Gates and what's happening with the news media and people being threatened to lie about the story. Told you more will come out. Fulton County, Georgia, election official admitted that the ballot drop box transfer forms are missing for almost 19,000 absentee ballots. Yeah, those 19,000 ballots shape the Senate race in Georgia, and they also shape presidential races in Georgia, just to let you know. There is no record of how these ballots got from point A to point B. Fulton is now fourth county in Georgia under investigation for failing to produce chain of custody documentation. But Brad Raffensperger said that everything was up to code, right? Total lie. When we told you that Stacey Abrams had firms that she was attached to that were meddling in these investigations, you said racist. You said lies. She's a woman. Don't you want to see people get better? Yes, we do. Just do it honestly. We know that you're a lying scumbag, Stacey Abrams. That's not a lie. That's truth. You're a lying scumbag. Okay? You're as dirty as the rest of them that do the things that they do. I don't care. You're a dirtball. The Biden administration announced an investigation into uh, NIA, NIH grants, including the funding for Dr. Fauci approved for the Wuhan lab. You know, okay. They say they're going to do something. They're not going to do something. They've already tried to stop the investigation into Hunter, which you're seeing more and more sex tech messages. You're seeing more predatory behavior and more sex trafficking that you're seeing coming from the laptop of Hunter Biden and still continuing through his phone. More to come on that. A Florida appeals court ruled that bodily autonomy is a, a fundamental right and that all mask mandates past and present are unconstitutional. According to this ruling, any mask mandate targeting the unvaccinated would also violate the Constitution. The ruling is expected to reverberate throughout the country. What did we say? Florida starts the path. Very simple. Mike Pompeo launched a political action committee called Champion American Values PAC to help conservatives win in 2022. His goal is to elect the most conservative electable candidates at all levels, whether it's school board, city council, or United States Senate seats. Giving people the confidence and protection to stand up for their values and not be bullied. Less than a third of, vote, uh, uh, of voters believe Biden's claims that global warming is America's greatest threat. Less than a third. Less than 30%. Probably less than 20% actually believe that. 
and few are willing to pay more taxes in order to fight it. Nobody wants to do that. It was a ploy for everybody to get the taxes fucking up, to take the money out of your pocket and put it into their pocket. Federal judges blocked Biden's race-based loan forgiveness program that excluded white farmers. The judge cited a previous court ruling that stated government policies that classify people by race are presumably invalid. So he's praising unity, yet he actually signed off on a bill to exclude white people. That's what you voted for. That's what you voted for, just to let you know. Okay? Comedian John Stewart, if you haven't seen that, he goes on um, <clears throat> The Colbert Show, and he just starts ripping apart anything that they're talking about with Wuhan and the origins and how it came about and all of that stuff. He tears the asshole out of it. And he's funny. Nobody can say a word. It is undeniable that this whole thing has been a bunch of bullshit. A bunch of bullshit. And now you folks are seeing it firsthand. You're seeing it firsthand. I wish I could tell you. I, we've been saying this for so long. It's crazy. For so long, it's so crazy. But here's the deal. We are going to be expanding all this stuff, and we're going to have more reach. We're going to see a lot more growth. We're going to see some awesome things really taking place here, uh, also at the Independent Mouth. So, uh, folks, I'm going to be going into the weekend, <clears throat> Father's Day weekend for all the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. For all those fathers who maybe aren't technically biologically fathers, but have stepped into another man's life or stepped into another child's life and fulfilled that role, biggest shout-outs to you as well. You're, you're, you're the real MVPs for those uh, kids whose biological fathers aren't there present for them. Thank you so much for all of that and for all the love and support that we get here. I'll be back Monday with another show, and we'll do a show Monday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday of next week or Monday, Tuesday, Thursday of next week. Uh, we have some artist spotlights coming out. Remember, every Wednesday is the artist spotlights. You can get that on video, whether that's YouTube and Rumble, and you can get that across the Podbean platform as well. Uh, for all the folks who are out there now, please go check out Sherry Pedigo. The, the interview I did with Sherry Pedigo is on all platforms. She has a new single release also that you can listen to that I included at the end of the show. Please go listen. It's going to be a huge jam. I want you folks to honestly enjoy it as much as you possibly can. Once again, folks. Man, I love you guys. So much love. So much stuff going on here. Um, there is so much happening and we're going to continue bringing you that news. Once again, you want to go back and listen to old episodes. We've been talking about this stuff for a while. It's now finally coming out to light in the public eye. So we're happy that we've been here from day one and sticking true and saying the stuff that we've been saying, because all our entire goal has been to provide you with the best possible information that we can. And we're glad that we're doing so. So once again, guys, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Father's Day out there. Just so everybody knows, if nobody's told you that they love you today, I love you. Enjoy your day. Work on that mental health. Get yourself a breather. And always, always put one foot in front of the other and just keep going. I am your host, Anthony, and you've been listening to The Independent Now. We'll see you Monday.